Hi everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Edward Review. Wow. The 26th of October. Five more days. So, okay, let's go ahead and do a musical, shall we? A type of musical that would send chills down your spine. Well, not really. It's, it's more like frightening. But, even so... The musical that I want to talk to, even so, this is a profound uh, classical, if you will. It is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, there has been only two literations of this thing, which is, of course, the film and the television debut. Uh, there's also some tests of the musical, of course, but that's a... Uh, Broadway live performance. So, of course, uh, the whole story between all three of them, of course, is still the same thing. You have your, you have your Dr. Friggin' Furter, your, uh, Brad, and your Janet, and, of course, how they came to be into this lovely little thing. So, of course, uh, the ones that uh, has been known to be played thousands and countless of times is the classic, yet wonderful 1975 version of the film, which does star Tim Carey as Dr. Frickenfurter, Barry Boswick as Brad, Susan Sarandon as Janet, and our lovely yet talented uh, little cast, if you will is, um, well, here's the thing, we have, um, Meatloaf beat Eddie, and that's kind of funny, because that's almost like my nickname, sometimes, <laughs> but we also have, um, Patricia Qu- Quinn, and Richard O'Brien, Richard uh, being uh, Riff Raff and Patricia being Magenta, the brother sister duo to Dr. Frankfurter. So, of course, uh, how we open up on this lovely little scene here is them being at a wedding. Uh, someone's wedding, to be exact. Uh, with then all of a sudden Brad and Janet being. Engaged to one another. Uh, until a dark cold night. Uh, along the route of them going to a uh, inn. Their car broke down. Suffered flat. Which brought them to a Transylvanian convention that's nearby. As they approach a castle of all places. Upon learning that they're being greeted by Riff Raff and Magenta, uh, of course we are slowly discovering that uh, upon undressing, we can't forget that scene, uh, that we are met with the great and Dr. Frankenfurter, which is a wonderful cross-dressing pansexual mad scientist. Now, the design for that one, I am truly at all with that one because it's, you know, a curly hair, white complexion, 
darken eyes. It's almost like a, a cabinet of Dr. Karagati, if you will. But even so, it's totally different. So deep in the lab, to see what's on the slab, uh, is Dr. Frankenfurter discovering that the secret of life itself and brought up our traditional Rocky. Uh, for that kind gentleman uh, who played Rocky uh, is Peter Henwood, which uh, currently he is an antique dealer. So it it would be too hard to find him if you know his antiques. So of course you know the whole. Uh, Time warp and all that. All of a sudden, that we have uh, Eddie breaking out of the freezer, uh, doing his little lovely dancing song right there. And then, sadly, uh, Doctor Frankenfurter pick up a pickaxe to unalive Eddie. Supposedly a mercy killing, but even so, it's like totally different. And then that's where uh, they part. Uh, leaving Brad and Janet to also part ways uh, to uh, their own room, which is, I think, it's kind of weird. And even so, uh, some of us as uh, film film people, filmmakers, uh, try to do the hints of, oh, when they do the whole scenes where Frankenfurter visits Brad, becomes Janet, and then visiting Janet becomes Brad. It's it's a little tossing here there. So of course, uh, this will brings her to find herself in a well, Janet to be exact. Find herself in a city when she sees the aftermath of Brad and Frankenfurter, which finding uh, Rocky cowering from uh, the buckle with uh, Riff Raff and Magenta. Of course, she gets intimate with Rocky. We go to another song and dance, which we're brought to um, Frankenfurter going after Riff Raff. And then, upon the lavatory of all scenes, is, you know, the Janet Brad Rocky. That, that little scene was already iconic to begin with. And then before anything the Frickin' Frickin' starts, Dr. Everett Scott appears. And Dr. Scott, known to be uh, Brad's former teacher, uh, gets wind of what's going on. Uh, Dr. Scott uh, plays by the late great uh, Dr. Everett uh, Jonathan Adams. Which, once again, a theater... Uh, a theater actor in his right. And then, of course, we're doing a little song and dance, discovering that... Discovering that Eddie was the, um... unattended, uh, table slab. Uh, we are introduced with a Medusa transducer. Which pretty much brings them into statuettes. And then, you know, putting them on cabaret songs. We're meted with the last few song and dance. 
with them, dancing, prancing, and then with Riff Raff and Majority coming in with space gear, if you will, uh, interrupts the whole performance, causing um, the mission a failure because both Riff Raff, Magenta, are from another galaxy with Dr. Frankenfurter being their lackey, I believe. So, of course, yes, it's um, touch and go, and then they pretty much unalive Dr. Frankenfurter and Rocky upon them performing a scene from, if you will, the King Kong ending, where he climbs the tower and falls to their doom. Riff Raff and Magenta spares uh, Brad, Janet, Dr. Scott by telling them to leave immediately for the whole building is going to be shoot to the galaxy of Transylvania. To their home of transsexual. Which concludes that they're okay, they're in rubble, and they're in loss and time and space, and nearly meeting of all that. Which, um, this production of this one was totally like homage, if you will, with all the grandeur, all the spectacles, and all that. And of course, you know, this being of a stage play, if you will. This is, like, reward itself, like, time and time and time again uh, with many stage plays of this. This also has been out of uh, video, uh, been produced for theatrical musicals. And this could be also found in theaters often in England. Uh... However, there is a little issue uh, during the production of this film. Just a little, not too bad. Of course, uh, the filming of where they were is, of course, uh, England. And all the works of the of the wonderful outside doors and all that. Exterior, if you will. Uh, and this was during the year 1974. Which brought upon how the look and style of it is. Sam Carey uh, alone uh, thought about the idea of how Dr. Frankenfurter should speak as if a posh queen of the United Kingdom of all things. So that pretty much gives our determination of how the sound of Dr. Frankenfurter should be. Whereas I'm giving it a little bit of, I just noticed that actually. Uh, of course, there would be just several and a lot of contributing uh, between the times of the 1930s to the 70s. How you see uh, Frankenstein's monster, the uh, gothic castle of Dr. Frankenstein, if you will. Uh, and then, of course, uh, almost towards the late 40s sci-fi movies, if you will. And majority of it has been shot in black and white. So that's still, you know, comparable of how a thing is. Uh, sadly, when the filming started, uh, they filmed in the autumn, which is 
pretty much like third fall. And uh, sadly, uh, Susan Sarandon uh, felt ill during uh, filming that they were, uh, that they were, uh, you know, doing a lot of bad things happening. But even so, production was doing okay. Susan Sarandon had, you know, worked well with everything. Uh, the title alone uh, would just feature that disembodied lips, but often uh, redubbed with uh, with a male voice. So it's kind of like a double entendre, if you will. Apparently, um, the lips, if you would, are of. Patricia Quinn, which not only pre- present herself as uh, magenta in the film, she would then later reprise some of that role as Trixie the Usherness, which is uh, for the live or the original London production where she is like putting on that thing. Uh, Richard O. Richard O'Brien, on the other hand. Uh, he did the lyrics. He did many things, but uh, he also made reference into a lot of films that were all in, you know, black and white and all that. Uh, would you believe? Even so, uh, this is a different type of Flash Gordon, but this is the 1936 version of black Flash Gordon. So we're looking at a black and white here. So of course, you know, we got a lovely. Uh, Lovely style of songs before I hit the next uh, remake. So, of course, we are introduced with uh, the science fiction double feature uh, presented by the lips. And then, of course, in with Brad and Janet being, damn it, Janet. Ah. Uh, Track four should be something for me to even be proud of, and even so, that is also a classic and top chart right here for me, the Time Warp, and that deals with a lot of music right there. So it's like yes. So again, we are brought to a lot of a lot of these songs, but the beginning is like oh. Oh, so good. Uh, but if you're gonna wonder about that Me Love track, uh, that would be track eight. Dub Ha Patootie, Bless My Soul. I wish I had. Oh, sorry. I wish I had a problem with it, but I don't. So that is just no. Something totally different. Of course, we've seen so many alliterations of the live performance with the film and all that. However, we are brought ourselves to an event, a television event, by the way, that deals with um, 2016's version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is actually titled, by the way, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, Let's Do the Time Warp Again. In a traditional uh, tribute as a remake of the cult classic, it is not a continuation, if you will. 
this is a fundamentally identical of the film, but placed onto uh, television and due to a time strain of itself. And even so, we are actually introduced, by the way, uh, we are introduced to the actual theater performance, if you will. And the reason why I'm saying it is because in the film, we never got introduced by the usherist. We never know who's the usherist until this television footage, which is uh, Trixie the usherist was played by Ivory Levin, which kind of helps us out with a lot of things, though. And, of course, uh, there is a lot of key differences. However, there is one cast member, if I have to say, that actually came back but did a totally different uh, role reversal, if you will. And that would be the great Tim Curry, who not only had been portrayed as Dr. Frankenfurther for the original, has became our narrator and crimeologist. Which is, you know, the foretelling of how a certain thing is. Now, the ones that replace the roles, on the other hand. These are, like, top-notch, wonderful, and great cast of people. Um, for the role of Dr. Frickenfurther, the mad scientist... Uh, Lavernia Cox, uh, though this lovely individual is perfect for the role in more ways than one, even though the first transgender person who portrayed this role, but also a great talent that she rose on making her, uh, her role on Orange is the New Black as Sophia, uh, Busted. But even so, this actress is a wonderful performer next to Victoria Jackson, who plays Janice Weiss. Uh, for those who have been growing up, of course, we already know the scandal that's going along with it. But even so, her film roles should, be, should not be any discouraged or anything else. Uh, Ryan uh, McCartan, uh, even though also an actor, he's also a singer. Uh, he's also best known as to play the role of JD in the Broadway version of Heather's The Musical. But, um, there's so many things that's, that's in there that's, like, right there. Next to play our, actually, Rocky, is Daz Nair. And his roles were best known for both Game of Thrones and Supergirl, but his physique is enough sad as it is. Alright, now for the roles of Columbia the Groupie, uh, keep in mind, I didn't state the original one because the Groupie uh, was originally played by Little Nell or Nell Campbell. And she was a Australian actress, club owner, and singer and dancer for that one, comparing to the latest role that has been given to Anna Lynch uh, Ashford who is best known for her Broadway uh, and kinky boots as Lauren. But uh, for the showtime, if we want to see her film work, uh, she's been known to be in this 
TV uh, or to so time period drama Masters of Sex played as Betty DeMillo. And of course, uh, you can't replace uh, a singer with another singer without having a singer involved. So Eddie has been replaced by Adam Lambert. And if for those of us who've seen his work, uh, his, his uh, chops as acting, okay. His singing, phenomenal. Uh, and not to mention, kind of like uh, helping out with the uh, with the remaining members of Queen. Uh, for a certain uh, aspect, and you so uh, having Adam Lambert uh, singing as Eddie, the ex-delivery boy who took over the role for Velo, uh, that would be like wow, amazing! All right, now this talented actor, uh, Reeve Carney, um, much is best known for uh, for his work in the Broadway. In the Broadway versions, but uh, even so, uh, Reeve uh, played Peter Parker, Spider-Man of all people, in the Broadway version of Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark, which uh, yield uh, many things. But even so, his work, if you will, outside of film, uh, being a Broadway, of course, being a, a Festus in Hades Town, as well as playing uh, another Showtime series, Penny Driffley as Dorian Gray. Uh, this one does not need me to actually run down her her thing because she is a talented actress as well as a talented singer, and this is of course Christina Milian. I think it's enough said on that one. Uh, of course, uh, Ben Veer playing our Dr. Scott. Uh, of course, we all know his film roles of many things, his Broadway debuts of Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, as well as Pippin. Uh, his film work, on the other hand, uh, should be not too, too harsh, but... Uh, he's been into uh, in the 1998 Why Do Fools Rush Fall in Love, which is a traditional uh, story of how things were, as well as Idol Wild, which is a uh, which this film is actually dubbed the Outcast film because the duo. Uh, Outcast, uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy uh, starred in this film as the roles where it's plainly seen as a um, period musical piece. Uh, the to be honest with everyone. Uh, the, the remake, the television version of the Rick Horror Picture Show, uh, Let's Do the Time Warp, uh, only pays a huge uh, tribute for the original because there were certain uh, certain people in there. But at the same time, uh, this brings us to the Broadway, if you will, because we have never seen the Usherus, we have never seen uh, the background of everything else, uh, even 
even somehow in the strangest way uh there is actually some elements of the participation of the crowd where whenever someone says great scott literal paper towel uh toilet paper has been thrown around the screen you know you can't get any funnier than that so uh if if I have to say so myself, and even so, uh, I would recommend to try to get a hold of them. But even so, I would recommend to get the anniversary uh, desk, if you will, of the Rocket Horror Picture Show. Because that is packed loads of info and many things on how the film is, as well as behind the scenes of it. Uh, to also see this other version of Let's Do the Time Warp again, that too also yield a lot of background. And there is always, and I do mean always, always some sort of like backlash of certain things that's happening. I mean, for heaven's sakes, people, we are in a current generation where everything's accepted, not, you know, disinvolved. But even so, that's the older folks. We know better. So, okay. I do want to, like, leave off uh, with this one little note that if I would put any of these uh, in my marathon, yes, I will actually put the original on there because you can't beat a classic. So, uh, yeah, I do thank you guys for listening for this episode. You guys are fantastic. Ah, wow, and there's so many things to do before the next one. So, I'm going to leave you with guys this note that anything I would try to put out there, I would try to put it in my collection as much as I can to show that, hey, there's things outside uh, how we see uh, reflects of how we, you know, notice. So you guys have a good one. You guys take care. And always, till next time, see ya. Hey guys, I want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to my podcast. I'm also known known to be over at not only Spotify, but as well as, oh wow, I'm also on Spotify, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and public uh, Radio Public. So yeah, if you guys uh, want to keep on uh, listening, uh, besides me covering certain stories, uh, just shoot me a message on my review page uh, over at anchor.fm forward slash Edward dash Castro 5. That is uh, C-A-S-T-R-O and as a joke, no relation.